from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Hey now, everybody. Welcome to the Masonic Light Podcast, episode number 170. No freaking way. Can you believe that? 170. 170, Jeff. And how many have you listened to? Uh, okay, and Larry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so not again. Bad, not bad for our third year broadcast. Oh, no, wait a minute. It's for more th- than that, what? Larry, stop talking. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by... Did you miss me last week? I, I mean, last So week? much. Did you really? <laughs> so much. I, 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 I have said, it here. Welcome Larry back. But I apparently, said get publicly... It. it was brought to you by Larry. ...that yeah. the show was like decaf coffee. Is that there right? Was, it yeah. was, it tasted good, Did you but there was the something missing. Partly, yeah. Well, you missed the beginning, because he... I didn't, I didn't... I'll have to go back and listen to it. One of the nice things about podcasts, you can go back and listen to all of them from the first to the 170th. What? Which, by the way, that brings me to a question I'll ask you later in the show. Oh, okay. If it's going to quiz me on what was on what show, you don't forget that. It's Mr. Quizzer. So, and let me try this again. Tonight's episode is brought to you by George J. Grove and Son. Attaboy, George. Yeah, baby. Which, by the way, we've got some uh, stuff we've got to get to him. Uh, Hireman Solomon Cigars. What? <laughs> I, uh, let the record show. I know, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. No, okay. All right. Uh, Scott Helm Electric. Intermezzo by Stephanie. Oh, yeah. Her yep. I know. Yep. Yeah, we need some more chocolates <laughs> from her. And our patrons on Patreon. Yes, we love you long time. Long time. We have, uh, we have a new $10 contributor and a new $1 contributor. Huzzah! Since oh. our last episode. Since now, I don't know that episode. that, I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact you weren't here. Uh-oh. But uh, <laughs> it might, just it could, well, just might be a correlation <laughs> without a causation. But anyway. Correlation is not, that's it. That's that's all it. of you who like Larry being on the show as long as he has been, Contribute now. Become a Patreon, okay? <laughs> Let's bump those numbers up, yeah, he's okay? Demanding his salary Call 1-800-669-745 or contact Tim Dedman at Masonic Light Podcasts, whatever. Larry, at gmail.com. we hereby agree that we will double your salary on the show. Yes. At the, this ru- right now. Starting two zeros with, instead starting of one. Starting with episode one seven. <laughs> Absolutely. We're two times nothing. <laughs> Oh, God bless me. So <laughs> you can contact us at MasonicLightPodcast at gmail.com, on X, formerly known as Twitter, and threads at, Mason- at Masonic Light. Um, and do you remember the phone number? Nope. Okay. I said last episode I was going to look it up during the show, and I forgot to. So I have to look it up. 315. It's something, something, something Mason. I think we've that. had it yeah. for seven years, but we don't know what it is. But, but it, it, we checked it out, and it's you're, legit. You're right. You're right. It, it, yeah. it ends in Mason. Yeah. It's so it's 315-something-something something Mason. All right. I'll look it up. 
And so, there were so dial the 999 combinations that that might be. And, and something, something is pretty important. And, yeah. yeah, and and you'll get it. And by the way, there are probably 800 messages on there, and we haven't listened to one of them yet. No, they're, so. they're no longer, because actually I did go back and listen to them. And there's a whole bunch of Moyer and oh, a whole bunch yeah, of other yeah. stuff. And yeah, yeah, that was bad. And we were picking yeah. on Moyer for not getting us in from, you know, And he was, all along. All along. Mm-hmm. Well, so, can we use it? <laughs> it might still be relevant. He's still Moyer. It might still be relevant. So tonight's guest is Brother Jeff Fulton, yeah. uh, Central Pennsylvania Mason extraordinaire. Uh, we're glad to have him join us tonight. We're going to get to know him a little bit better uh, in a few minutes. There are two Jeff Fultons, by the way. There are two. This is El Duce. And my dad is Elder Duce. Elder Duce. Elder Duce. That's right. <laughs> This is El Duce, uh, as he's known around Ubar Grotto. And here's the thing, they even look alike. That's and, and that's not in memory of any individual. Jack, is your mic on? I think you uh, yeah. might have unplugged your mic. Oh, no, I there you go. There you go. Now, I got to eat the microphone? Now you're back. So, okay. uh, but uh, it is. I, Duce, you've got like some issues. You've got, got some going issues. on here. Yeah, yeah. your cord is. I What's think going on? You've got some issues. I got going a loose cord. Yeah. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Don't move. Don't move. move. Okay, Stay that move. way the whole show. Okay. <laughs> How's that for your back? Yeah. Okay, Joe. You can talk now. <laughs> As you were saying. Uh, no, that's, uh, no, it means two, like deuce. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Jeff, deuce. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But it's El Duce because he's, he's El very Duce. scary. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a long... <laughs> story. It's a long story. Long story. A long and winding. <laughs> Years ago, yes. in a land galaxy far, 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 far away. <laughs> That's right. All right. All right. So, as is our norm, we're going to try to rein this group back in. Mm. We're going to talk about what we've been doing masonically Ooh. since we last recorded. Ooh. Larry, you've got some catching up to do. Yeah, I do. Because you weren't here last time. Well, I, well, it was Goose and Gridiron. Definitely Goose and Gridiron, yes. <laughs> well, I haven't been there for the past couple of weeks, but yes, definitely. Uh, I went to Lodge on Tuesday. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I was at the Lodge. Good. Good meeting, nice attendance. What was your program? Um, Steve Doctor did the Canadian Closing Charges. It's awesome. It was awesome. Or you call it the Oklahoma mm-hmm. Closing Charges. It's a whole bunch of mm-hmm. different names with the same thing. And it was beautiful. He did a masterful job. Great job. Yeah. We do that at our annual Lover every year. It's yep. great. And uh, lots of good things going on in Millersville. Good. Yes, we have a professional working with us to redesign our lodge and upgrade it substantially. Uh, anyhow, any, yeah, so that's, that, that's any what pot pie? No. We had uh, turkey and chili sausage, which was very good. That's like uh, turkey, turkey and chili, yeah, turkey and sausage chili, which was very good. I never had it before. It had beans in it. Healthy, leftover chili. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was good. Good stuff. Okay, Jack. Well, uh, since our last recording, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it seems like it's cutting in and out of my mind too. Uh, so, since our last um, session together, Doctor, uh, <laughs> not a ton, but it you know it, it's the run up to the next stated meeting. Mm-hmm. So there's a rehearsal always. You got to go to rehearsal and and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, we had our stated meeting last night, and it the the boys did really well. the The opening and closing was excellent. Um, we had a non Mason speaker, so we kind of rushed through the business meeting. But, I mean, you can really, you can really get it down 
35 minutes at the least. And it was a little bit longer than that. But we moved into to the her. We finished the business, closed, went downstairs to the social hall. And that's where she did her presentation. So we could get, you know, get up, go to the restroom if you need to or get a drink or whatever. It's kind of a nice format. Brief business meeting in the lodge and then downstairs for the presentation. It was nice. She's an astronomer. Okay. Uh, and she had a really interesting talk about uh, Washington, D.C. and the fact that, no, those aren't Masonic layouts in the Ooh. roads. It's a star chart. Yeah. Right? So um, that was very interesting. She had some, uh, some cool graphics. <clears throat> star chart. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yes. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that was cool. I got some interesting news. I, I'm not sure if it's premature to no, share do it. this. Do it. Um, do it. Do it. Well, two things. Uh, I was asked by our friend uh, Nicholas Lane, who is a two-time guest on the show, I think. Yes. Um, he asked me if I would speak at his uh, Masonic Con in Ontario, Canada, coming up in May. And I said, sure, I, you know, I'll sure that's fine and then i saw the the notice that came out for this poster thing of this masonic con and it says keynote speaker jack harley and i said oh Uh oh really i have to prepare for this (laughs) (laughs) rutrow how's that gonna go so um so that's exciting Uh, i'm i'm looking forward to that um and then uh, I was also contacted by the Grand Chapter, and um, I am to be the District Deputy Grand High Priest. I can't read that, Larry. Sorry. Well, Larry Nicholas Lane was th- three times on our show, not two. Oh, okay. That's a meaningful interruption. Thank yeah, you for thank that. You. Appreciate it. <coughs> Nick, you were here three times. Okay. <laughs> well, technically Twice two. here, once on... What was Zoom or whatever we did? Which would be yeah. three. Oh, my God. Excuse you're me, Larry. Smalls. You're wrong. <laughs> Four times. He was on at Lodge in the Woods. Thank you. Yes. Boom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Rock and roll. Whoa. <laughs> Josh has got my back. Anyway. Jeff, welcome to the Sonic so, Yeah, anyway. I got it. <laughs> so long oh, story short, next year, if I don't do anything super naughty, I will be the District Deputy Grand High Priest of District 4 of the Grand Chapter of Pennsylvania. Whoa, the Grand Holy Royal Arch the Grand Holy Royal Arch Chapter of, of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Masonic Jurisdictions. Yeah. No, they don't get that part. So anyway, no, that's very, very cool, Jack. That's very exciting. I appreciate yep. being Congratulations. noticed. Yeah, so that's very good. Jeff, yes. what have you been up to Masonically recently? Well, I don't know how I'm going to follow Jack and all, right. all that. I mean... When do you get to my list? <laughs> yeah, we I, didn't, I didn't do much. <laughs> Honestly, um, I had a uh, tall cedar meeting, and uh, we had a Mardi Gras theme. However, Ooh. the meal was tacos. Oh! So I don't understand how Somebody we, didn't plan that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think they got the uh, months confused. It's confusing. It's confusing. Uh, we had an e-board meeting uh, two days after that, and that's the only thing I've done masonically over the past week, and it's not a bad thing. Okay. There you go. Cinco de Mayo, they'll have jambalaya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be great. I, I don't understand. We didn't even have king cake, which is really upsetting. <laughs> yeah, really. Josh. Uh, I mixed the last episode, of course. You did a yeah. fine job at that. Got a lot of good comments on our uh, good brother, uh, Tom Mahaffey. Yes. Good, great episode. Cool. 
Dutchy uh, Doug was great. Yeah, Dutchy Doug was awesome. really good. <laughs> really good. Uh, and I went to a thing, and that's about it. Okay. I didn't go to Lodge, of course. You went to a <coughs> thing? What thing you go to? It's a secret. He can't tell oh. you. I can't tell you. Oh, man. <sighs> so. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I uh, did a secretary training. Now secretary would be a good time to go to the restroom. <laughs> Treasure <laughs> training with the 46th Masonic District. Oh. Uh, none of you all mentioned, and three of us were there. The last grotto meeting. The last Dubar grotto oh. meeting. Oops. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> don't. The, don't. No, don't. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> the, I had the honor of uh, doing and conducting an interview with the Right Worshipful Grand Master Larry A. Durr. Is he looking for a job? For a, no, he has a good one right now. Okay. Um, for a project that we're working on. Uh, I, I expect that most Masonic bodies across the country are starting to gear up to do something around the upcoming 250th birthday of our nation uh, that will occur in 2026. <gasps> and what? so uh, if you remember back when it, we were Reserve 200 years yeah. old, you know, you saw commercials for this stuff for like three years ahead of time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they're starting to gear up for that. But anyway, there's there's going to be a big announcement uh, coming from Grand Lodge about some stuff we're doing cool. with that. Um, Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 had its stated meeting. Um, had a great meeting. Had a great presentation by Brother Scott Matinchek on the Dudley Watch. Uh, if you're a central Pennsylvania Mason and have not heard that program, he Contact. is good. He is very good. That presentation is really neat. Um, I hear you get to see his dad's watch. <clears throat> you do get to see his dad's watch, although he claims it as his own. Okay. <laughs> as our dad. previous guest told us he would. Mm. Uh, but we, uh, yeah. Uh, attended National Sojourners Meeting in Harrisburg. That's always a fun, fun event. Uh, if you're interested, actually, you don't have to be a veteran to be a part of that group. Uh but you probably should enjoy hanging out with the, those guys. <laughs> but it's it's really fun. Those guys getting together and their programs are outstanding, uh, and the meal's amazing. Uh, so it's it's one of those things. If I had a free night and somebody figured it out, and now I don't have that free night anymore. <laughs> um, and then finally, Harrisburg Lodge of Perfection met last week, uh, where we had a brief meeting and then some really good fellowship afterwards, and so. Anyway, it's been a busy time. You know you're doing way too much when you have to write all of them down on a piece of paper. Usually he cheats and looks at his calendar program on his phone. Yeah. But, but they he's at me for looking at my phone. So yeah, because then it just goes on for like 40. minutes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, really annoying. And then he's like, oh, I forgot about this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of like Grotto. Yeah. Well, <laughs> touche. You know, it happens. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our guest, El Duce, Jeff Fulton. Here's where you go pee. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, are simply increasing the value of your home. The George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. 
Take a drink. What I'm are you not bringing you back. What are you pointing me for? No, someone right. bring us back. Larry, are you here? Yeah. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> See how that works? We're back with LJ, uh, our good friend Jeff Fulton, who is a past uh, all kinds of things uh, over across the river. River. <laughs> riverside. In a van line. down by the river. Down by the riverside. Uh, That's right. Another uh, riverside. In, uh, in our neighboring county, for those of you outside of Pennsylvania, uh, Lancaster and York, you can imagine, red rose, white rose, goes back to that whole thing. Nation's um, capital. We're still point. having first, that fight, just so capital. you know. Just so you know, York, first so, capital. First capital. Hogwash. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> it's true. The, so, um, Thank you. So anyway. Uh, we were just struggling around, uh, like, who is going to be sucker enough to come to visit with us on Valentine's Day? So, um, Jeff is here. Yeah. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> so I if you read about a divorce us, later, I, you tell, understand. <laughs> tell us about how you came to be here on uh, Valentine's well, Day, Jeff. Before I go any further, I just want to let you know, I, I listen to the podcast Every once in a while. Liar. Like two times. <laughs> um, but honestly, I, I think to myself, man, is Larry really that bad whenever he's <laughs> he's on the radio? And he really is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but uh, so I, I got a uh, phone call. careful. I have a big following. <laughs> uh, I, I got a phone call from Tim, which I didn't take because I saw it was Tim, and um, it, went, man. it went straight to voicemail, and uh, it, he he said that uh, they needed someone to come and talk on the podcast Wednesday night, and I thought to myself, wow, I'm really not that important, so they must be really looking for somebody. <laughs> really desperate. We and, really are. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, without thinking, I thought to myself, yeah, I'll... I'll come to the, the podcast and then I realized oh that's Valentine's Day my wife might not like that dun, 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 dun. so uh, I, I gave her the puppy dog eyes and she said that's fine she's just going to go to happy hour anyhow so <laughs> so you guys got me and she's at happy hour nice. so, everybody wins yeah exactly, exactly. good so. so again tell us about you and well who, l- l- if I may yes I'm gonna jump in. of course you it's, may so, so like um, Jeff is involved in Uber Grotto with all of us, and Jeff is busting his hump uh, to really put some excitement into Uber Grotto, and I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate everything that you're doing, but he he just did a new thing, and it came across my radar, and I said, all right, let, we need to get Jeff on the phone, because Jeff's doing too much good to not be recognized for this. So, um, so the, the latest thing that you're doing is... So we have been semi-stagnant over the last few years since COVID um, with with Grotto and just, you know, Freemasonry in general since COVID has kind of dwindled a little bit. And I'm trying to get uh, our guys to gu- kind of go out and do some more stuff. So the St. Patrick's Day Parade coming up um, March 16th, we are officially registered and we are officially going to be marching in the parade Um and, and we we kind of talked about this earlier, and in in the in the words of Pete, you know, even if we get six guys out, hopefully we get ten next year. Right. Um, so the more people we get out now, the more people we hopefully can get out next year. Right. And uh, and I still have my kazoo, by the way. I still and, have it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It hangs I, on my on my hook with all of my other useless collars. <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure all the other organizations are very proud of that. They thing. are. Absolutely. But. Uh, 
No, so it's it's just a you know trying to build back what we had uh, within that organization specifically, and uh, you know I, I'm trying my best. Wait, are are you saying build back better? Is that what you said? That's it. I think I heard him say that. That's I would, it. I would never. <laughs> But that's Ever. what you mean. No. So we're no. going to build back. Just no. so everybody knows, a couple of years ago, the 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 York County or the York City baseball team, where they double A or one A. No, they're not even that. Like Lowercase Atl- Atlantic League. <laughs> Lowercase C the League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're a lot of fun. They're, 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 they're it's it's great to go to those games. The York Revolution. That's it. Revolution. So they were having a special night. And tell us about that. So, tell us about that event. Um, I organized that as well, but not to you know say that I'm doing good things. Brag on yourself. But um, we're bragging on so you. So York was trying to get the biggest amount of well Guinness World Record um, instruments to play the national anthem, and we as Ubar Grotto carried them over the line. Yep. Probably carried them over the line with our 13 or 14 people playing our Ubar Grotto kazoos. Huzzah. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if they broke the record. They did. Did they? they? Did. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah that I don't, night. I don't remember exactly how many there were. I want to say it was like 600 maybe? Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it ranged from our kazoos to people playing trumpet to uh, violins, violins uh, yeah. mandolins. York City Orchestra was there. Yeah, York yeah. City Orchestra was there. It was it was it was an amazing night. It actually brought a tear to my eye when we were out there playing. Um, Heard that and bad. We were no, we were, it was so fun. It we were was. standing around yeah. in the in the field playing the national anthem on kazoos. But it so, was cool. And it, it was. was yeah. Do you do you remember so there was a girl that was there that wore we had our oh, we had yeah, our fez we girl. had our fezes. Yeah, yeah. And there was a young lady, a a little person, yes, that was there and she just was she ecstatic us. about wearing <laughs> our our fez and I ha- I just found a picture of that the oh, other day no, with her really? and the fez and You have and, to get that to Tim so he can yeah, put it on the yeah, episode. You have to get it to yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah, but so. I remember her. She was so fun. Yeah. She was just having yeah. a blast. Yeah, it was a yeah. good time. You know, there's a history of uh, people of the female persuasion wanting to wear <laughs> fezes of Ubar Grotto members. Well, uh, if you were on the Ubar cruise, so uh, there was a, a few, a little bit of that going. No, uh, I was, which was, was kind of fun. I did Easy not partake now. in that cruise. I was on. Easy that. now. <laughs> I lived. I lived to tell about it. There are people that don't want it known that yeah. they were on that cruise. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh yes, but anyway, I think Jack's point is, you, you you've done a good job of getting activities that guys are interested in, um, that help generate enthusiasm within an organization, and you've got a good, pretty good history of doing that in lots of organizations. Um, I I always I, say I'm I, yeah I always say I, 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 I was in the I, wrong profession. I think I should have done things more like PR type stuff mm-hmm. because I. I come up and I do come up with a lot of good ideas, and I'm not tooting my own horn again. But I do think that there's some things that really should be done and can be done to um, bring people out and enjoy what we have as an organization and as a fraternity. Um, you know, it, it is a brotherhood, and I think sometimes guys don't realize that um, past lodge or past grotto or past tall cedars or past that meeting once a month. There's more to us than just that. Yeah. And uh, I think that's where we kind of fail sometimes 
to not get our names out in certain organizations. Um, people hear Freemason, and the first thing they think of is Shriner. And I don't understand why it's just Shriner. There's so many other organizations yep. within Freemasonry that can get our names out. Hence the reason we should go in, go into parades with other organizations. And not that I'm putting down the Shriners, but there are so many things that we as Freemasons do that we don't get credit for. Right. And I think we need to move that to the forefront more. So tell them about the big idea that we've been working on for Ubar that we haven't yet <laughs> gotten launched yet, oh, but it's oh, fantastic. Oh, oh, oh. This Uh-oh. is amazing. I'm all in on this. What is, so uh, I think we, as an organization, should get a riding lawnmower unit together for parades. Absolutely. And, you know, we have the... <laughs> totally grotto. We have, yeah. I mean, I'm in. You know, you know how they had like like the I don't Shriners. even have a yard. I'll get a mower. The, the funny out. cars. Yeah, the, the Shriners have little and, cars, and they go back yep. and forth and yep. all that. Like we could get lawnmowers, like, lawnmowers and do X designs yep. and figure back eights. and forth. And can I get a front loader? And, I want a front loader on mine. Sure. I think that's going to encourage wagering, though. We're going to wonder how many accidents oh, are going to no, occur no, no, on the no. lawnmower. It says at the opening of the show, no wagering. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Hill no tells wagering. No so, wagering. No. I, I still say, you know, in Gettysburg, when they have the parade in Gettysburg, can you see everyone walking down in Gettysburg with their their, their tuxes on? And it's very formal. And then all of a sudden, Ubar Grotto. And all of a sudden, Ubar Grotto comes with their lawnmower unit. That would be awesome. Just, just making noise. Yeah, yeah, I so, like it. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. So... I think that's a great point. And again, to the point I was making about the variety, because you, you really are involved in a lot of different organizations. Talk a little bit about some of the leadership roles you've played in the different groups. Um, I am a past master of Riverside Lodge 503. Um, I'm also a past Grand Tall Cedar for York Forest 30. I'm not involved as much as most people are, but those are the three, uh, besides being a past Monarch for for Ubar Grotto as well. Um, those are my three main that I've I've been in charge of and done things for. Um, Tall Cedars was really my go to for a long time, um, and I, I found Grotto. It's like oh, I, oh the light came on, and uh, like, I'm home. And, and, yeah, I, I'm home. Um, I, I found more brotherhood in grotto than i have in most organizations that i've been a member of um talk about that why so and and not to get all sappy and 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 uh oh go ahead do it yeah (laughs) um so the year i was i was uh Monarch was 2020 Mm -hmm. we had covid we had all kinds of stuff um my mother had uh pancreatic cancer and Dave Steffi, who followed me in line, um, I was going through a lot. And um, he helped me through that time. Not only did he help me through that time, but when, when my mother passed, um, I had more Grotto members reach out to me and um, you know, send condolences and things like that than my, <clears throat> than my own, and I hate to say this, don't condemn me for it, but... Than my own Blue Lodge did, mm-hmm. um, and I was a, I was a past, you know, I was a past monarch at at Ubar, but I was also a past master at, at my lodge, and um, the the, <clears throat> the fellowship that I have with Grotto, it can't be matched with anything I've I've been in so far. But the, you know what I mean, and the word is fellowship, right? Because right? you just hack around. 
Yeah. And, and Grotto, Grotto, Grotto has reputations in different parts of the country, but but our Grotto, it's, it's just hack around. You come in, you it's have a, a nice dinner, a fun get together with friends. It's just a nice... It's a it's a good time, but we get to we get to fellowship together, well, and and that's the thing as well. So, like you had said, we have the river one side York, one side's Lancaster. We have Harrisburg, which is above us as well. But did you that, just say Harrisburg was above you? Well, Spir- only spiritually, only in direction, only, geographically. only in direction. <laughs> but um, you know, so we get these guys from all over. And we get to hear things from Lancaster that we don't hear about in York or up in Harrisburg. My neck of the woods. <laughs> Your neck of the woods. That other place. Those people. <laughs> the, city people. Uh, <laughs> the city people. <laughs> but uh, we, we get together and we share more information and things, not just Freemasonry, but just life in general, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I, I have a lot of people that I would not have known – Unless I was in Grotto because of us all getting together. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. Oh, cue the violin. You know, you know, hey. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it, I mean, it speaks to reaching out for you because you were, you were focused on your Blue Lodge at first going Mm -hmm. through. And then after that, after you were master, then you went and started taking roles in other organizations. You've also been um, uh, Grand uh, Mighty Bubba. Sequoia Grand, guy. Grand Tall. Grand Tall. Grand Tall. Grand Tall. Um, big so, Tree. Big Grand Tree. Tall, big tree. In Big Tree. Uh, <laughs> so you've taken other leadership roles in the, in the organization, and, and you, you've, you've gotten something out of it, right? Absolutely. I, so when I was first raised, I was married to my first wife, and I didn't have any – well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't – I didn't have any kids at the time. So when I was raised, of course, I don't know if you guys know Al Weiser, but Al Weiser comes up to me after the, the meeting's over and puts his arm around me and turns me towards the West and says, which one of those chairs do you want to sit in? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. And he said, well, we have a spot for you. So – and, and this is where leadership sometimes has reasons. I feel that the only reason that he even did that was because he knew that I didn't have as much of a commitment in my life at that time mm-hmm. outside of Freemasonry. I mean, I had a wife, but I didn't have kids. So I could commit myself to that time a little bit more. So I think that kind of helped me a little bit to get into <clears throat> that position and, and move on. And literally – you know, I, I I went through the chairs in six years, and then after that, I kind of was a little stagnant because my first son was born two years after I was raised. So he was getting older, and then I kind of stepped back from doing too much. And then we go into Tall Cedars because a friend of mine got me into Tall Cedars. <clears throat> he Another story where he wanted me to get in. I didn't want to get in. He actually passed away. And the day after he passed away, I, I joined Tall Cedars. Now, some people will just do anything. <laughs> he was pretty. He was pretty. Uh, pretty adamant about it. It's he a said, high price I'll, to pay, though. I'll die yeah. for you to come into Cedars, but hey, um, it worked. But okay, so I get nice. into Cedars, and then same thing. Of course, just like everything else, they're looking for someone to go in line. And of course, me being the sucker, as Pete would say, used you to say, I made eye contact. There you go. There you go. And I really enjoyed going through that that line. 
and then of course grotto is the same way you know it, it, it you made eye contact and 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 there you go but uh it's it's something that has to be in your blood to do it honestly like there are there are people that can do it and there are people that do it because they're kind of put into it and you can tell that when you go to any meeting you know there's certain people that can really wow a crowd and keep you interested and then there's others that are like is this meeting over right like it just started but like when's it over right you know so it it is an acquired it's an acquired taste so how did you how did you get to freemasonry <laughs> so i belong to a, a a club in york it's called the viking club and uh you walk around with like horns yeah in your head actually and... we do now um <laughs> it's it, it was it was an all men's club at first but then it was opened you know just like everything else because we have to open to everybody mm-hmm. and uh so we were downstairs <laughs> we were down t- <laughs> tell us how you feel about that <laughs> we were downstairs at the punch boards and the guy that was running the punch boards was it was december and uh, we were talking and he said to me Oh, my wife hates this time of year. I'm like, well, why? He's like, oh, I have so many dues that I owe. He said, I, I, you know, he goes, obviously, I belong here. I belong to the Hawks Club. I'm in the VFW. I'm in the Masons. And then he goes on. And I said, how do you become a Mason? He Uh-oh. looked at me, and he looked at me. He goes, you just started. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he said, you just started. He said, I can give you more information if you're interested. And we started talking and. The rest is history. Good man. Wasn't so. your dad in before you? No. He wasn't? I I gave my dad his first degree. Wow. My dad. Talk about that. So my dad for years was, so my grandfather, my I'm sorry, my great-grandfather was um, a Methodist minister in Philadelphia, and he was a Mason, but my, my dad didn't know much about it. And then when I got involved with Freemasonry, <clears throat> my dad was always, you know, oh, when are you going to your baby killing meeting and, you know, or, you know, <laughs> you know, just just dogging me. And when I joined Tall Cedars, as you know, Tall Cedars is more open to families and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I actually invited my mom and dad to a Tall Cedar meeting. And then my dad wanted to come to the next Tall Cedar meeting. And then my dad wanted to come to the next Tall Cedar meeting. And about the fifth Tall Cedar meeting, he said to me, he goes, so what do I have to do to get one of those petitions? Ah, you just did it. <laughs> so, so he got the petition and filled it out. And um, to this day, one of the proudest moments, he says, is me giving him his first degree. And it was, it was pretty awesome for me to do, too. That's so, fantastic. I was going to say. How, he's past Grand Tall Cedar as well. He is past Grand yeah. Tall Cedar. Correct. So I'm, I'm going to dig beneath the surface here. Talk about giving your dad his degree. I was super nervous. Um, <laughs> yeah, no way. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you don't you don't want to let your dad down no matter what. Uh-huh. And this was, my opinion, was probably one of the most special moments. And I yeah. did not want yeah, to mess, mess it up. Yeah. So, of course, you know, we have you have practices and all that before. And, of course, you have the grumpy old past masters that are there watching you do your practice and stuff like that. And I knew I had it. But, of course, as I'm practicing – you have those two or three guys who are like, oh, it's not that, it's this. And it's like, no, this is how it is. Well, that's not how it is, I'm telling you. So that was my year. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the time came and it, 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 was, it was pretty intense. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get really emotional about it, but it, it, 
after it was all said and done, it was, like I said, it was just, it was awesome. I mean, in all honesty, it was awesome. I can't imagine how cool that feels. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I, I didn't want to do the second and the third because I just wanted to get the first one done with him and then let somebody else because I just <clears throat> would have been atrocious at it because I, I, I can't – I couldn't have done it three well, times. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure being there for those other ones oh, that was, was enough just, of a high. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I can't imagine. And like I said, he my, – my dad's a proud Mason. You know, yes, he I, is. I, yes, I, he is. He, I love that. Yeah. From going from a guy that just was like, you know, poo-pooed everything mm-hmm. to loving to be in Tall Cedars, loving to be at Blue Lodge, loving to be at Grotto. Um, he, I don't think he'll join anything else. I mean, he's 75 and he's kind of like. He is where he is. He is where he is. And he's uh, he's a um, <clears throat> high 12. He's a member yeah. of high 12 too. Mm-hmm. But. I, he's he's very happy where he is, and he loves everything he does. So. That's awesome. Very cool. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back with Brother Jeff Fulton. As far back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, Light up any of our premium cigars and enjoy the history. Hireman Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiremanSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. And we're back with our special guest, Jeff Fulton. You notice I never bring anybody back. Well, we ask you to, and then you, like, point at each of us. I'm feeling isolated. All right, Larry, bring us back. And we're back with Brother Jeff Fulton. Past Grand Tall Cedar, past Obar Monarch. My God, the guy's got past master of his lot. Riverside, Josh Riverside Lodge. And Wrightsville. Wrightsville. Wrightsville, yeah. Yeah, across yeah. from Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a great job, Larry. Doing a great job, yeah, Larry. Anyway, anyway. I'm glad this they woke you up to do that. <laughs> this is why they don't. So ask your question, Larry. <laughs> what, what question? <laughs> That's why we don't <laughs> let you bring us back. <laughs> so, Jeff, we've been talking a lot about, both directly and indirectly, really, about leadership in Freemasonry um, and the challenge that we face. Um, of getting, not only getting people to get into chairs, but once they're there, um, to learn about leadership and learning about leading groups of people. Um, How do we do that? That's a, I I honestly, I think it depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, As we all know, everyone has learning different ways to learn. Um, I, my, Imagine you're teaching Larry. 
thought okay. you were going to say everybody okay, has. Hold. I thought you were going to say everybody has learning disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we would start with Larry. Larry, wake up. Yeah, this, yeah, this is Attaboy. Attaboy. <laughs> um, no, anyway, seriously, no. I, I, like I said, I think everyone learns differently. Um, with as we all know, with with anything that we do within Freemasonry, at least within Blue Lodge, it's just repetitive. Just continue to just basically hammer it in your head until you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but to do it well is hard to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 like I said before, I think there's just pr- certain people that are born leaders and there are certain people that just kind of go with the flow. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I can't honestly give you an honest answer to a teaching style. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's up to the individual. So clearly, I mean, we have guys that come in that are like ritual, just gurus. They just bring that. They're like sponges. They get it. They can get it. Boom. They repeat it. They got it. But that's that's one kind of leadership. How do you move an organization, whether it's a Blue Lodge or a Grotto or Tall Cedars or whatever? How do you how do you teach guys that you've got to reach out? and find what clicks with whatever group you're dealing with. I you ha- I mean it's just I'm a supervisor at at the at my job and and I try to be one-on-one with my people. And I think that's the way it should be with any leadership style. Mm-hmm. If if I'm not going to do it, I don't expect you to do it. And stop banging on the table, Jack. Yeah, Jack. I thought I did something wrong for a second. Shut up. Um, but that's, that's just the way I think that any leader should be. If, if it's something that I'm going to do, I would expect that you would do it as well. I'm not going to go and force someone to do something I don't want to do, but you have to keep things fresh. That's the other thing. You have to keep things different going. Um, we always say, you know, that's not how I did it in my day when it comes to the old, you know, past masters. But I you never, know what? I never say that. Yeah. Just so you know. You say it all the time. But, um, <laughs> but uh, we need to change. This organization, every organization needs to change over time. Right. Um, and the way we did it back then is not the way we do it now. And why is that? The world is different. I mean, the, I, you stole my answer. Thank well, you. okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but we're my my point is that we're moving beyond that. Right, right, right. Well, I've always I've always thought this. Like, so when you have the the past master that sits on the side and says, "Well, that's not how we did it in our day," you need to realize he heard that from the past master before him. So it's not how they did it in his day. So he automatically thinks that it's not the way he did it in his day. It, but you know what? It's today. Yeah. And that's where we fall. Like, we can't live in the past. And that is what drives me more crazy about this, any of the organizations that I belong to. I can say that Grotto is not that way. Tall Cedars is starting to, to, to try and transfer into that kind of mode. But we're going to kill ourselves if we don't start to change. So here's here, – here. Like I've been assigned or two nominated to whatever for this um, uh, membership engagement and re- it's not retention but membership Tips membership engagement <clears throat> committee right mm-hmm. for the Grand Lodge and and what we what we have is a, a program 
that works it's proven to work it, it sort of derives out of the grand lodge of england and the program they did but it, it involves really assessing what your lodge is right here right now what 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 assets do we have what people do we have how can we utilize them to create a you know to create a future for our lodge because we are at a point right now in freemasonry where we are turning the corner mm-hmm. right i mean we are literally this this giant ship is now turning a little bit and we've got an opportunity right now to get a course correction uh, to get us back to where we probably lost track of you know 50 75 years ago um, not that not that that was to our detriment we became what we what we did but but the future of Freemasonry is an entirely different course and we're making that course correction right now I believe um, so what you're doing is a big part of it. You, you're recognizing that we need to do stuff. We need to be involved. We need to be in the community. We need to put a, a presence out. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the stuff that we're trying to encourage with this committee. So what, what else are you working on to, to get to that? Within, within Grotto right now, like I said, I would like to do – I'm going to do the parade. I'd like to get out and hopefully – here in Pennsylvania, as you all know – we 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 have the strangest food items that we like to eat here, um, mostly entrails. Actually, right. and and some. I think there's a way that we could celebrate that wonderful food and scrapple in particular. <laughs> See, I was right. I and, knew it was going there, it, but it's good. And it's it good. is not good. And <laughs> but there are things that we could do to kind of incorporate the fun of. Grotto with something along the lines of Scrapple, like a Scrapple Festival. Scrapple Fest. You know, Scrapple. That happened. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, do it. You know, scrapple and, tasting and, and have would Scrapple Wars. Uh, we could do, yeah. do that. And, and things like that. But we need, to, we need to make sure that our name is in the forefront and emphasize the reason we're doing it. Not just because we want to make money for Grotto. We want to make money for our charity. Right. So... And that needs to be on the forefront more than anything. Like that polar bear plunge thing? Forget it. Those people are insane. I've done that. Just no. That's yeah. a hard no. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll I, eat scrapple I, before I do that. Right. I Actually, there's guys that were up in New York I saw the other day from, from I think it was Azeem. Or, it was Azeem, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they did the polar plunge. They're super extreme. It, it It's fun. It's torturous, but it's fun. I've done it, like I said, I've done it three years. So. But you know, just just odds and ends like that, things like that to try and get your name out is is it's not hard. It just takes a little time. But it's it kind of like you told the story of your father. You came out to a tall cedar thing, and came out to a tall cedar thing, and came out to a tall cedar thing, and then all of a sudden, how do I do this? Yeah, and that's when the question got asked. So yeah, I mean, there's nothing that against bringing a guest to a grotto meeting yeah. necessarily. You can't be in the actual business part of the meeting. Yeah. Um, but we ask them to, you know, turn their heads and not listen. Yes. <laughs> Larry, are we keeping you awake? So, Larry, what do you got? No, I'm okay. Go ahead. No, Larry, Larry. I was, He's over here yawning. What? I'm just yawning. I'm You're scared. yawning? <laughs> okay. Sorry to bore you. So, jeez. But I think, I, th- I think that's a good point, too. And we talked about this at dinner, which is all, where all of our best questions get asked. Um, <laughs> um, and we forget right. about them when and we then we forget them. about them when we get to the studio Damn it. Um, I think too many times also that we declare something as being not successful 
just because X number of people either did or didn't come. And I know Pete used to always say, you know, if six people show up, make sure those six people had the best time ever Mm -hmm. and they'll tell their friends and next year you'll have 12. Mm -hmm. And I think too many times that we, if it's six because you didn't plan well, that's one thing. Um, but if you did everything you're supposed to do and that's what shows up, then then enjoy that yeah. and celebrate that. And, you know, it's the old shampoo yeah. commercial. They'll tell their friends and so on and so on and so on. Um, it's also accentuate the positive. We right. spend a lot of time bitching about the negative. But. Right. Well, and, and that's that's like with the Enchanted Lanterns in, in Grotto. Like, uh, I, you know, they made me Enchanted Lantern committee, committee <laughs> member, mm-hmm. your committee chair. And – I don't ever remember of anyone doing anything at the meetings before except for a few things. And, you know, it, we went from having very few sales uh-huh. to a lot of sales. So yeah. what is an enchanted it, lantern for the people that don't know? So an enchanted lantern is a um, it's a $50 donation to the Humanitarian Foundation for Grotto. Um, when you purchase a lantern, you get a pin and a certificate. And that money goes to the Humanitarian Foundation. Tell us about the Humanitarian Foundation. Oh, my God. You guys are asking me all kinds of questions. So the Humanitarian Foundation. Give us the short version. This is hard-hitting news. Grotto's charity is to uh, give dental visits for um, mentally challenged children. Uh, The cost for dental work for these kids can be astronomical because they – they can't just go into a dentist's office and sit down and, and uh, dentist does his thing and they're out. They have to actually – some kids sedate actually have them. to sedate them. And, yeah. and those costs, They got away from strapping them to the table. They right? tried yeah. to get away from that. It's probably better <laughs> that they don't do that. Yeah. So um, so that's that's what the Grotto does. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we just, we just try and do our thing. Yeah. Very good. What is going on? Larry's having a stroke. I'm I'm not sure. Goodness. He had one yesterday. I was really concerned. I got a text message from Larry yesterday. It was like, Ruff (laughs) We were like, Oh my God, Larry, what the hell? (laughs) You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, good. So, have you met Jeff? <laughs> Hi, Larry. How are you? I know Jeff. Good, good. Welcome. Thank you. Can do the show tonight? Um, yeah. When do, you want, when do you want to start? We should probably have dinner first. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, goodness. it's only five after five, so we got plenty of time. Five o five. Always five o five. Studio here. Oh God. So I think the key thing, the key point, is you know, do something. Do something. Try to do it well. Build on what you do and engage people. You know, you said something earlier about having a one-on-one conversation with people. I think we've gotten away from that. Mm -hmm. We've gotten into emails and text messages Mm -hmm. and all this other electronic stuff, and we forget that that one-on-one contact is so powerful. I have never, ever had someone that I went to directly and said, I need your help. Would you do this one thing? Yeah, I've never had anybody say no. And I, but but that is hard to do for some folks. That's that's the secret sauce for worshipful masters. Yes. Well, not just that, but there's always something for someone to do, even if it's not even 
to you know to be in a chair, right. even you know to be on well, some, some sale committee. That's or, it. I mean, find know. something that they feel comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You look like you have a question. Uh, no, other than to just say that it's a three hundred year old hamster wheel. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you go back and read the minutes of meetings from eighteen sixty four. It's like, why can't we get more guys on the sidelines? Where's all the members? Why, how come nobody's coming to meetings? Rawr, 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 rawr. Right. It's the same stuff 300 years later. Uh, but, we, but we have to fight the fight. We have to keep getting on the hamster wheel. Right? But my, now, now we're, obviously, we're Pennsylvania Masons. Are you finding that this same issue is in other states? Other in than other countries. Yes. And, and that's Every the thing. lodge everywhere. So. Yes. The lax dress code in other areas is not necessarily the issue for Pennsylvania, which some people complain about. Or the alcohol at lodges is not the same issue as we have. So there's no no fix. A, no. There's, there's no, no magic bullet. It's like I've always said at work. You could offer someone a million dollars and they would complain because they didn't get to. Yeah. And that's what we seem to run into within our organization is I can offer you this, but you've got to be willing to take it right. and you can't complain about it. Yeah. But they'll take it and then complain, and then about, complain it. about it. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it's, um, and I mean, we're set up for it because we have this progressive line scenario in, in Pennsylvania. It's mostly in Pennsylvania masonry where, you know, you just move through the chairs until you finally get to the east and then you go do something else or, or you recirculate back through and you go. But um, but at best, you got a three-year horizon that you're looking at. Your year, your, war, your senior warden and your junior warden's year. And after that, everything that you tried to do or started to do in your year is 97% going to stop happening after those two guys are out of the east. So you you – you have to keep generating new ideas and new things to do, and 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 you're doing that, and I congratulate you for doing that because it's not easy. Because after a while, you get kind of like, and geez, is nobody else going to step up and do this kind of thing? Yeah, that is frustrating. Yeah, but and while pancake breakfasts are wonderful, in some cases you want to keep them going, yeah. and in some cases maybe you let them go to the Waffle House for their pancakes, <laughs> and you do something else. So, I mean, you know, and that's true. Like with with York with York Forest Tall Cedars, ask anyone from York. Back in the eighties and nineties, yeah. we had a pancake breakfast that was at the York Fairgrounds. Yeah, and it brought so yeah, thousands, thousands of and thousands of dollars. Uh, not just thousands of dollars, thousands of people. Yeah, and when I say thousands of people, I literally mean it. They yeah. all had a dollar, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what changed it, but. People didn't want to come anymore. We and decided to get healthy. Well, that's over, that's very overrated in and, my yeah, opinion. Exactly. If you, if you can see me, I'm not the <laughs> right. smallest of people. So, um, but yeah, I always and, like hanging out with you. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> you feel small. I do. <laughs> but no, and then then we lost we lost you know people coming and we had to stop it. Yeah. You know, and that, and that's just the, it's everywhere, <clears throat> not just within the organization. It's it's just everyone right so all right so uh let's let's transition just a little bit here um one of the things i've been waiting to ask larry this question oh geez yeah um so as i've said on several episodes i've been going back listening into the archives of 
uh, Masonic Light podcast gone by. And on episode 60, Larry, you made a profound announcement <laughs> that had Jack snoring. That was it right there. And Jack projected never going to happen. Larry announced at near the end of episode 60 that the Masonic Light podcast was going to begin a spinoff <laughs> of somebody coming on bi-weekly, and we might update it to weekly, um, where we're going to talk to interesting people, and <laughs> I want to know who was your first guest on this. It, 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 it wasn't quite that way <laughs> no you can go back and listen no, to episode 60 it wasn't oh, um, it wasn't a guest it was a person a person and of interest a person a person of interest it was not a guest that was not a guest but who was a freemason back in time and it was it was based on a lot of the old paul harvey the rest of the story uh-huh which is a guy doing the it right name, who's doing story. a great job of doing that, actually. What the heck is it? Uh, the guy that does the stinky jobs in the mud and... Dirty jobs. Mike, Mike Rowe. Uh, Mike, Mike Rowe, Rowe, yeah. Rowe who does go. a phenomenal Mike job Rowe, with his yeah. podcast. Uh, was that, that's what we were talking about doing, going back in time. And How many of those episodes happened? Uh, I put together, not, didn't record them, I wrote... <laughs> I, I actually in my mind. No, no, I have I have them at home in writing. I wrote about five of them. I swear. Two of them I presented to a lodge meeting. So the next time you get snowed in somewhere and can't go do anything, go back and listen to some of our early episodes. But Jack was right. Not going to happen. Yeah, it didn't. It <laughs> didn't happen. Well, All right. That, there's a there's another good reason for that. My boss Pete Ruggieri, foo fooed it and shot it down. Well, there you go. No, he didn't. But I remember when I you can say that. But you started to make that announcement. He's not here. We call so he that can't Caesar's veto. <laughs> yeah. right, what we call but it. no, no, both Jack and Pete at the time both said, "Larry, you're not going to That's announce that tonight, are you?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, 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 I'm going to." And of course, Jack was <laughs> over in the corner. <laughs> we're like, yeah, that ain't happening. No, it didn't happen. That was what 120, 110 shows. 112 episodes. Ago. Much has episodes changed since then. Much yeah, has changed since then. So, okay. Right. Just I've, I've lost all interest in this nonsense. So, I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's tell so, as I'm we, just, I'm oh, just no. here for the tea. Here for the, the tea, tea. The tea and the fellowship. Is, the tea Hill. is awesome. Turkey Hill tonight, by the way. Turkey Hill iced tea. Yes. Tea is the absolutely best. amazing. <laughs> so, as we do with all of our guests, we encourage them to participate in a game show that we call Copious Dues. Jeff Fulton, tell us, brother. No, don't tell us. Don't tell us. <laughs> yes. Write it down. I do that every time. You do. I? You do every time. <laughs> All right. Write down on this secret slip of paper with this secret pen in our secret lair, Gosh. deep beneath the wine and spirits store. You think about this. How much do you spend every year in dues? Not banquets. Not convivials, not pens, just or anything else. <clears throat> and we Masonic, we will, sh- I'm gonna give a rounded. Round that's okay. We will guess that number, rounded to the nearest thousand. No, no, ten. Okay. All right, Larry. Oh, I 
wait a minute. <laughs> Riverside's dues are supposed to be what the cheapest. We're not going to talk about no, that. This is not mental man. Uh, uh, I'm, you want to ask my? Okay, my guess. Talking to the mic. Oh, my guess. Uh, three hundred twenty-five dollars. Three hundred and twenty-five dollars. So the closest without going over. All right. Who's next? Josh. Uh, I'm going to say hmm, hmm, hmm. $608 Ooh, and 47 cents. <laughs> 62 cents. Ah! 62 cents. He's got Jack. $374. A little more than one. Um, all right, let me see this. This is this. Okay, carry the one. Um, wrong side of the river, wrong side of the yeah, river. Yeah, wrong side of this. <laughs> you don't pay in cash on that side. Okay, I'm going to... It's gonna, in chickens. <laughs> I'm going to take Josh's <laughs> typical answer. One, one, one dollar. dollar. Oh. Which, right. By the way, we didn't talk about that. You've heard them all. Now, Jeff. Hang on. Wait. We've got to re- re- review oh, we got to review? Larry, 325. Josh, $608.62. Jack, $374. And Tim with $1. I think Tim has it. But we're going to go. Jeff, what do you pay for copious? Remember, your wife is listening. Stews. <laughs> Missing it by only $1 is... Jack Harley, three seventy five. Three seventy five. Oh That's my God! <laughs> and under, and under he was. He yes. finally, he finally won. I'm on the board. Thank He's you. on the board. Thank you. I, I really, I really need to go back and listen to these episodes to see what everyone else is paying to see how important, oh, important see, I really am. You can see the winners up there on the board. So far the highest. We have to update with our last guest, but uh, fourteen hundred for one. Yeah. So, oh my. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There's some pretty high ones. Up I think there. some people are lying. I, I think I can, you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. No, I think they're estimating. They're estimating. Anyway. Uh, what that also means for those of you that know Jeff Fulton, um, and you're in other appendant bodies, you can probably guess which ones you can invite him to. Hey Jeff. Yes. Pay your damn dues. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> I teed it up, but anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think uh, take Uncle another quick break. And Walter, we're going to go to Walter. We're going to go close. directly to Walter, and then we'll come back for our closing. All right. In Masonic news today, a near tragedy occurred at a recent meeting of the Allied Masonic degrees. Three members, weighed down by excessive lapel pins, fell into the hotel pool and sank straight to the bottom. Fortunately, they were rescued by a team of Demolay lifeguards. <laughs> Thanks, Dad Land. That's the Masonic news. So mote it was. <laughs> All right. So one of these years, and, and we need to schedule this maybe for next year. We need to get back down to Masonic Week. Um, just, at least to the bar. At least care. to the bar. It's That's the um, yeah, our brother Seth Anthony uh, is uh, the Grand Poobah Secretary. Now that he's responsible for us. Now that he's responsible for us. <laughs> um, we could go down there and talk to a lot of folks. I saw a lot of Facebook 
posts and so on. And uh, I think we need to make a return visit. Yeah. It's been a while. All right. So, uh, Jeff, thanks for being with us tonight. It's sure. been great to have you on. Uh, but before we go, we're going to go around the horn again and talk about what we have coming up masonically in the next couple of weeks. Oh, geez. Larry, hmm. uh, the, anything besides food? No. Okay. Jack. Uh, what do I have? We've got a, a extra meeting. Uh, I've got some other stuff and then some other stuff. And then that's it. So, no. I'm disappointed. Sorry. Jeff. Uh, Sunday, I have uh, Beersheba Grotto. I'm district deputy for them. I have that Sunday, Monday, Blue Lodge meeting. <clears throat> I think that's it. I think it's it's interesting that in the in the grotto system that a district is an is a single is, is a single body grotto yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, well you have to realize they're, it's kind of like the teacher right they're spread out so far that you don't so we have the Pennsylvania Grotto Association which has nine grottos in it but each grotto would, has its own district deputy it is weird that would be like some grottos one. some grottos district deputy is a member of their own grotto oh. So that makes it even more. There's some travel. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, but interesting. That's, that's all I have. Josh, uh, just just the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just the facts, ma'am. Just, just the yeah. facts. All right. We got to get Josh in, in back into some of these things. So, there are a couple of things you all may have forgotten. Do this is just the know? middle. This is just the middle of the middle of the month. Do we know? Exactly. Josh can do whatever he wants. But coming up. All my stuff's at the beginning and the end. In the future, on the. 24th of February, the Lancaster Lodge of Perfection will be sponsoring Ooh. the bo- a bowling alley outing oh, um, that's right. yeah. at whatever the bowling alley is over in Mount Joy, which is literally right down the street from Larry's house. Yep, it is. Something Springs. You gonna, you gonna come this year, Larry? Nope. Look for Something Springs Bowling. I, think I will be springs. there. I don't uh, like bowlers. <laughs> Larry, well, if you come, Larry, I we bowl actually... every Wednesday. That's why I said that. <laughs> God, goodness! Except for this Wednesday, I'm doing the Masonic Blade podcast. So I have. We're uh, thankful uh, for you, Jeff. And actually, I do like bowlers, and generally, I I, I always seem to miss They're that delicious. function. And I'm a member of the Lodge of Perfection. So. Yes, you are, and I will be there. So you need. Oh, to you're going to be there. You need to come. Yeah, I do. Okay. I'll remind you. Remind me. Yes, please. We'll get you the bumper link. Earlier that day, I will be training the first Masonic uh, district. The best. Secretaries and treasurers. Uh, they're number one in number only. Um, oh, oh, that was harsh. I know. Uh, <laughs> on the 27th, uh, I'll be doing the same with the second Masonic district. Uh, and with something, again, once again, we all forgot about, even though we spent most of this episode talking about it, on the 25th will be Ubar Grotto. Oops. Oops. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so... If you're interested in attending at the 25th on Gru Ubar Grotto, that would be at the John Wright Restaurant. Yes, in, it would be. In Wrightsville, uh-huh. Pennsylvania, on the river. It's a beautiful setting. Beautiful. The food is redunculously good. Mm-hmm. Short, um, short ribs. Short ribs? Short ribs. Oh, oh, that's oh, my it's, favorite. It's short ribs are good. Yeah. Ooh. This is my favorite. Oh, that's my second favorite. But, um, okay. yeah. So if you are a Master Mason, you are welcome to join us. Uh, you will be our guests. And, Can I come? To- uh, no, because you, no, you're, you're a uh, member. Because you're no. Um, you're coming because so, you're going to be anyway, the new Sentinel. 
Oh, my God. I'm just trying to invite people. Do oh, it. okay. Do it. So come to our come to Ubar Grotto. It's Sunday, 24th. 24th? 5th. 5th. Sorry, 25th. Sorry. 25th. You'll be a day early. Um, what time so should they Sunday show the 25th. up? 25th. So if you're a cigar smoker, show up at 4. If you would like to have a casual beverage before the meeting, show up at 5. If you would like to have dinner, show up at 6. And if you just want to sit through the meeting because that's the kind of person you are, Come at seven. Yeah, about six thirty. Six thirty is. And if you want a petition, come see me. Yeah, see Jeff. <laughs> he gets he gets bonus points if he you gets drive. bonus points. So seriously, it's a good time. There's a lot of nice guys coming out. So if you're in Central Pennsylvania and you haven't ever been to a grotto meeting, come on out. It's fun. And even if you don't like cigars, the pre meeting uh, is outside, and so it the smoke goes away quickly. Uh, even though it's it's enclosed and it has the, yeah, the heaters, just a and chance to hang out with it's other, it's a great time of fellowship. It's, it's the hang. It is the hang. So come join it's us. All about that hang. All right, guys. Good episode. Thanks for uh, Jeff for coming in tonight. Appreciate it. And uh, I'd like to take a moment to thank our our spouses and significant others. Yes, um, for allowing us to come out on Valentine's night and record this ridiculous meeting. Um, thank you, girls, um, especially my wife, Stephanie. Yep. And, um, Carol! And, and Carol! 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 I love you, Tammy. I love you, Tammy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on. Josh is being quiet. <laughs> Tim, has to, Tim has to check who he wants to thank. <laughs> exactly. Who am I thanking this How week? many of them How are there, Tim? How about what? Barbara in Williamsport? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to remember that. About Taffy in Savannah. Right. Ooh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to play was. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Jeez. Oh, You'll like she's at the front door. Hey, Carol! <laughs> Carol! <laughs> yes. Yes, that Carol. That Carol. That's when we did the Australian show, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, no, seriously. The, uh, ladies, we love you. Yep. Uh, and, and one of these days, we are going to do a spouse significant other episode. Um, Stephanie, uh, uh, Pete's uh, spouse, uh, came up with this idea several years ago, and we keep finding ways to fumble. Eventually, we'll pull this off. That, uh, that event. But uh, special thank you to my significant other, Jackie, for uh, allowing me to do the, all that I do. So, anyway. Um, yeah, great episode, and good to see everyone, uh, and we'll see you on our next episode. Uh, Josh, you have one further duty? Do you have chickens? Larry, this is your cue. It's my cue. Yeah. Talking to the Are we ready to go home now? <laughs> Speaking <laughs> to the microphone. Uh, well, I think we are. Time. I don't know. Well, time really flew tonight, really, didn't it? Special thanks. Effort of Lodge 665 for allowing us to continue our... <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. Thanks, Effort of uh, to Josh Lamberton, our producer and our director. <laughs> Jack Harley, our news director. Tim Dedman, who's going to die on the way home. No, I hope not. No. Oh, no, I'm in the car. He's driving. Right, you better hope Scratch that. Tim Dedman, our marketing director. Michelle Snyder. 
Doug Maidenford hey. and Austin Schifrin. You like Schifrin. Sonic Light. Hey, Carol! Carol! <laughs> oh, my God. And to our listeners who always make doing this show so worthwhile, this is Larry Maris saying thank you for listening. And remember, have fun and do good. Good night. This is Tim. Good night. Bye, everybody. You say good night. Good night. And bye. Do it now. Bye. Come on. Do it. Good night, Mrs. Calabash. All right. Uh, I think uh, take Uncle another quick break. And Walter, uh, we're gonna go to, Walter, we're going to go close. directly to Walter, and then we'll come back for our closing. All right. Break. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're taking a break. I guess uh, we're not going directly yeah, to Walter. Cord and back either. So we what? It's all right. Pull the cord and back in. Yeah. He lives on his own planet. He can't wait for the heater to get plugged back in. That's what it was. He was freezing to death, and he cold? needed the heater. No, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh.